The mares in black celebrate diversity, inclusion, equity, and respect in the model horse hobby. In upholding the stories and accomplishments featuring people of color, the LGBTQIA community, people with disabilities, and other systemically oppressed populations, we seek to strengthen our community through empathy and understanding. Different perspectives and experiences make this hobby a richer place. Everybody, this is Heather with the Mares in Black. I want to welcome you to uh, the podcast number 99. For uh, this is going to be the end of February, beginning of uh, March, um, and I am joined by my lovely and talented co-host Jacqueline. Hello, hello, hello. This is the Model Horse Podcast for hobbyists by hobbyists. Um, happy Valentine's Day, Jackie. Happy Valentine's I Day to you. I love you. Oh, I love you too. That's so nice. Uh, we we are joined uh, by the events team from Briar, who are here to uh, talk to us about uh, Briar Fest um, driving forward 2023. So I want to welcome um, Jamie Pot Poleski and Kat McDermott joins us again. So welcome, <laughs> ladies. Hi, hi. Hello. How are you? Uh, so, um, I don't have a lot to catch up on. I have, uh, I'm just playing my video, my Disney video game and, uh, I got a SpongeBob game. Oh, nice. So I've been playing nice. SpongeBob SquarePants. Excellent. So. What about uh, you, Jackie? Well, I know uh, KatsuCon is coming up, so you Katsukon. are hard at work. Yeah, I'm almost done with all my, with all my stuff, actually. I've got one last thing I'm putting last minute paint on, but I'm basically done. Um, I, in fact, I got done enough that uh, Nintendo released more Switch Online stuff, so I'm now playing a, a Game Boy game on my Switch. And it's You're been playing great. what? Uh, the the Game Boy games like are oh, available yeah. on Switch Online, so I'm playing a game. Yeah, Boy I saw game. that they announced that. Yeah, so I'm doing that. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> uh, I've just been in proposal at work, so whenever it's proposal, it's like just every day just nose to the grindstone we have this meeting called stand a stand up every day so God. you have to get in there and tell them where you are and what you're doing and what's going on and you know where I, you, where you are in the process and it's like proposals are like 30 to 45 days long God. and it's i'm glad hard. this was an is on the weekends usually that means weekends too so oh fun i feel like my job is about to go uh les miserables <laughs> Like, in, in a, what way? There's a number like, of ways that could go. Like, there's a there's, <laughs> there's going to be a revolution. There's going to be a revolution. Die? What? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, there's going to be a revolution. I just it's getting uglier. I'm like, mm, like they're going to finally annoy somebody to the point where they leave, and like the whole, there's going to be like six people out the door. I, I think. I mean, I you're not the only one. I'm reading everywhere that like the veterinarian uh, profession as a whole is like due for a hard reset. Yeah, I hope, and I don't know how that plays out, but I won't. I won't be part of that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I will just be like, you know what? I'm gonna go play video games. <laughs> I'm gonna go retire. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Times. All right, we could use your nag brags, your feature work, uh, upcoming artists, mm. um, anything else fun you can think of that's model horse related or uh, related to a model horse person. On our social media, tell us about your accomplishments. I particularly need a uh, feature Friday stuff. Yes, 
Give us feature I Friday stuff. Particularly need that kind of stuff. So hit me up, Jackie at mayorsandblack.com with yes, stuff, people we should be paying attention to. Yes, yes, we love new artists. We do, and we have a new country. I hear we do. <laughs> I don't know why. Wondering about this when you said the show flow, we're like, yeah, we have a new country. This is very exciting. Discover Mozambique. So <laughs> they they discovered us is what happened. So through through the people that host our podcast, we can see all sorts of metrics, of course, right? I'm sure you guys have metrics you look at as well. Um, one of them is t- it tells us what countries we're being listened to in, and depending on the package that you pay for, it'll go right down to like the city block. But we just have countries That's disturbing countries yeah. in, in some mm-hmm. cases like um, cities. So. Uh, this week we got Mozambique. Fascinating. Love to know the story. Normally, um, if we get something that's non-English speaking, it's one of our peeps on vacation somewhere. Yeah. Um, uh, we got China from somebody that's a briar collector that was working out there for two months as a contractor. Oh, cool. um, and she actually came up to me at Briarfest and said our podcast saved her sanity. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I am so really sweet. happy to hear that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we've had people like go to Jamaica and go to, um, I think, Syria and listen to us. So <laughs> yeah, we get it. We every once in a while be like, what's that? <laughs> either either that or we figure um, Mozambique's probably some sort of weird state you know so or just take the credit for it and we do take the credit for it we're yeah. up to what 58 foreign countries now yeah that's great thank congratulations yeah thank you so uh we're gonna start with mayors and black news because it's our podcast we're the mayors and black <laughs> so we fair our power abuse uh we have a patreon it's patreon.com slash mayors and black or if you search model horse podcasts or mayors and black you'll find us come hang out we are a lot of fun I wanted to highlight this show that we have a, a Dungeons and Dragons crew for yeah. MIB, um, and they're having a lot of fun. So if you're um, a D&D aficionado, Josh, who is uh, my partner and the audio engineer, uh, runs one monthly, I think, um, that six or seven of our patron members are are, uh, are they seem adventuring to have good, in. And they so, seem yeah, to have a very have a good time. time, yeah. So, you know, that's another reason to join. Yeah, so there you go um and uh we're uh we're running the resin renaissance again at prior fest this year our beneficiary is the uh, compton equestrians and yes. uh, we are looking for donations uh to benefit them you so. can uh, we haven't announced it officially yet but you can uh join the facebook page uh for when we start asking for donations um they'll be for the raffle and for door prizes a hundred percent of the raffle goes to compton junior equestrians <laughs> So um, last year we donated um, two thousand dollars to, uh, wow. to yeah to out Ukraine, which was uh, for um, relief efforts for the LGBTQI uh, plus community um, during war. Which of course you know war is hard on everybody, so it's way worse on people that are uh, non-conforming. Yeah, mm-hmm. good time. And we'll be at Briar West, I hear. Yes. Did you not hear that? <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I heard suitcase. that. What's that? I'm putting you in my suitcase. You don't need to do that. I'll bring my own. <laughs> <laughs> Full of cosplay Full stuff. Full of cosplay stuff. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> but uh, we'll uh, be Jack- at Briar West. 
I'm yeah, sorry. Jackie is uh, judging um, performance, and we are also hosting the hobby table. So yes. we will Yay. be doing hobby Q&A all day, showing off um, all the fun things about the hobby. We'll have a display, and we'll be handing out stickers and goodies and all sorts of oh, stuff. Just generally entertaining. Yay. The palettes got picked up today, so it's real. Oh my Yay. god, it's real. <laughs> Hopefully by the time this airs, we're all set up. When do you guys fly? <laughs> when are you going out? We fly on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, next week. Oh gosh. So the 22nd? Yep. Oh, well, that's when yeah, I fly out too. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to, as of now, supposed to snow the day before. Of course. Don't you I mean, put that hate but, out right. in the universe. It's February in Colorado. Right. It's probably going to snow, well, right? So far, the good news is for the rest of the week, it's supposed to be in the upper 40s. So, Oh, all right. I'm down. So And sunny. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Just yeah. don't want any bad weather. I've dealt with so much bad weather in Colorado and in other places we've been in the last 12 months <laughs> that I, like, I feel like Maybe I'm here wanna- for... A nice you can add a blizzard to your to your calendar of <laughs> right of first time events. first time it's the area's fault second time cat maybe you're just bringing maybe it's me <laughs> maybe it's just you oh just i mean you attracted a, you attracted a... <laughs> we got we got big plans for 2024 oh because... no oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in California, you won't get an earthquake. Yeah, like on the San Andreas Fault itself. <laughs> right. <laughs> in it. We're going to have the next collector event in a volcano in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, I'm in. I'd go to that. I don't care. I'm going. A, we, you could do it on a cruise ship and we'd all sink. No, hands down. <laughs> that is the one place, mark my words, right now you will never see me, at least, hosting never. an event ever. No, I will I not get on a I don't want to be on a boat. There's not a chance in this lifetime. I love you all dearly, but I'm not getting on a floating hotel. I do not not blame you. Never. Don't have to me either. No no, no Briar Fest on a boat. No, no, no. 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 Can you imagine? You couldn't escape people. No, I I would jump. There's nothing I fear worse than being on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean. Like nothing. I and the, I, and the added I'm, bonus is Briar Collector. I'm cool. I'm cool if I can see land, but you will not catch me on a skyscraper floating in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, it, it no. defies logic. I will never do it. And love, like I said, love you all dearly, but yeah, no. I kind of, I kind of have the same thing. I'd do a riverboat cruise, but uh, just for yeah, totally. experience reasons, I do mm-hmm. not want to go in a floating apartment. You know, no. So anyway, I'm going on my third cruise at the end of the summer. <laughs> you have a great time, Jackie. I will. Enjoy. I will have a I great time. I will cheers time. you from the dock. There's a chance. Nope. Not that far out. Nope, uh, friend. Transitioning to general news. Uh, so we've been covering the, the you know, MVS has uh, decided to close their doors, uh, resin uh, casters. Um we have heard from, uh, I don't know if this is real or not, it came from Maggie, who is Dave uh, Barkowitz's wife, that um, Debar is, Daybar is going to be back in business. That would be um, amazing. That, is, that would be really good news for yeah. sculptors who uh, need their resins cast for, because uh, the, they were, they were the good market back in the day. is super small right now, yeah. Yeah, they um, were good. So we will let you know more we hear on that. As of now, I'm not calling that official. Um, because there hasn't been an official announcement. It's just something I saw Maggie post. 
Yeah. She had posted about this kind of more than once, though, which makes me think that it's more than vaporware. Oh, I've only seen one. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, it would make sense. There is a, there is a huge gap in the market oh, yeah. right now. So if Dave wanted to jump back in right now, it would yeah, be I mean, smart. He already knows what to do. Yeah. Okay. So I I did I managed to miss this. So this is uh custom glaze workshops with uh Hin Patty. Yes. I don't she know why I didn't a, see this. She so she put up from her art group and mm-hmm. started a new group for custom glaze workshops. And um that's another thing that's a rarity right now. If you want a custom glaze done by an American artist, not gonna happen. Um if you're lucky you can get one from horsing around in England. Um so uh Hen decided to have um a class. So she has She's been online stepping through people right now through the mm-hmm. stuff you need, like a kiln and an airbrush and the paints you're going to need. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's a link to the blog, a link on the blog to her, who, her workshop page if you want to check it out. That's really cool. Yeah. She hadn't I, set any dates or anything. She's it's, it's all feeling things out right, right now. now. That's yeah. really that's awesome, though. Yep. Um, we also have Model Horse University, which is uh, being run by Carrie Garman. Um, and. She was so she's having these like online like painting party things as sort of a fundraiser. I did one the other night. Um, it was cool because it's just kind of like it's encouraged to just come on with your project. And if you want to chat, you can chat. If you just want to like work and kind of like have, you know, the parallel play going on around you, that also is great. Um, and she was talking about she's got a lot of plans. Like she's got this planned out in phases she is working with a, mm-hmm. a, a, a somebody on the tech side who's not a hobbyist so it sounds like she's got a lot of thought kind of put into this and slowly rolling things out i think she kind of wants this to be the um the you know online learning mecca for model horses yeah so like wanna, kind of a central clearinghouse which is something we right. kind of desperately if you need, need reference pictures they're here if you want to learn how to have a show here you go yeah if you want to uh, if you want to learn how to paint, here's this instructor to tell you how to paint. So, uh, I think it's a great idea if she can get participation. This is all going to depend on uh people, you know, being willing to give their time and oh yeah effort to put classes in because obviously she can't do it all herself. Yeah. Um, and she is looking for donors. Um, we uh Mayors of Black donated to the cause, so Woo. we're a ch- we're a champion sponsor. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> excellent like it uh and uh one thing i wanted to add because i heard this right before we went to air is that they have funded uh linder walter's plaque oh yeah in kentucky hearse park yeah so, i saw that yay we donated Hooray. that too um it was only like 2500 but you know like getting money out of the hobby sometimes is like blood from a rock so she will get a plaque in the big barn next to marnie Valerius. nice that's excellent Oh, All right, we are going to take a break and then we're going to talk about Briarfest 2023 with Kat and Jamie. Woo. The Mayors in Black would like to thank our newest patron, Susie Graham. And as always, our herd nerds, Allison Paris, Andrea Brigadier, Ann Field, Ann Hudson, Beth McCarley, Bree Cundiff, Candace Jean, CJC, Chris Walbrook, Cynthia Wyatt Briley, Sarah Marlowe, Darlene Stoddard, Eclectic Equines, Elaine Boardway, Gail Berg, Grace Bachism, Haley Walker, Heather Bullock, Heather Wisner, Heather Zeiger, 
Jamie Rote, Jamie Stein, Jenny Lambert, Jennifer Wilson, Julie Ward, Karen Beeson, Kate Dwyer, Katie Niles, Kelly Weimer, Carrie German Johnson, Kira Matrajek, Katie Murata, Laura Heidkamp, Lisa Esping, Mackenzie Ferguson, Madison Parkinson, Mary Reardon, Megan Smith, Megan Rochelle, Melissa Addison, Melissa Loritzen, Michael Price, Nakani Mead, Nikki Herzog, Bobby Ramirez, Sandra Gibson, Sarah Hampson, Susan Boyer, Tara Rich, Teresa Bazell, and Yashka Hallen. The Mayor's thank you. And we are going to talk about Briarfest 2023 driving forward. Um, mm -hmm. By the time this airs, Briarfest will be be over or underway. So uh, on to the next big event, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. On to the next. So I am going to relinquish the reins to Jamie and Kat, and they can talk us through uh, what Briarfest is and all the fun things you can do and see and participate in. Yeah, so Briarfest this year is July 14th through 16th at the Kentucky Horse Park and on briarfests.com. Um, guests can participate in either format. Uh, we did our first virtual hybrid on-site situation uh, last year, and it was great. Um, to be perfectly honest, I love the online format. I think it's fantastic. Um, the hobby operates really, really well in the online format. So being able to continue that while we're back in on site in Kentucky has been awesome. Um, last year was just like a whirlwind with being back on site and getting back in the groove of things and having the broadcast was just like a super cherry on top. So um, we're looking forward to expanding that a lot this year. Um, actually, in our first hour of ticket sales this year, we had over 12 countries already purchased. Oh, wow. Nice. Nice. Um, and it's like just a, I would yeah, argue huge... the online thing is the best. Like the pandemic was terrible, yeah. but the online thing is a total revolution yeah. for the event. Yeah. 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 It was a uh, is a huge silver lining for events in general that were able to, you know, weather that transition. So um, we're really pumped to be able to continue doing it and, you know, have full support of the hobby, which is great. Um, the online ticket sales have been like way back, way bigger off the top than we were expecting. So we're excited. Um, but for 23 um, driving forward, it's a theme we've never um, been able to tackle before. And we've done a lot of, you know, more abstract themes or, um, you know, countries that had a huge horse population, but we've never had this many carts at Briarfest. And honestly, I don't know any other event other than a driving show that will have ever had this many different styles of driving represented. I don't know if any show has ever had this many styles represented. Because yeah, it wouldn't cross, it probably wouldn't cross the breed specialty yeah. right. stratosphere. A lot of driving shows are like, you know, it's a draft show or it's a, you know, a, a pleasure show so it's all quarter horses or it's a saddlebred show or whatever it is or gated breeds um we're trying to span whole distance so we'll have everything from minis through drafts um mm -hmm. morgans dutch warmbloods um kwpns like kbwn sorry um tons and tons of different breeds represented lots of driving styles um and our whole goal is to really take people through the whole history of what horses have done for our 
lives. You know, our whole society mm-hmm. has been literally driven forward by horses. Mm-hmm. So from chariots through our little chuck wagons up through racing, um, you know, really having the whole history of driving represented at Briarfest is our goal. Um, versatility, diversity, all of those things that make, um, you know, the whole horse world really just so spectacular and so unique. Um, that's that's really what we're hoping for. I think we've got a couple of stagecoaches coming. So really historical. Say, are you going to have chariot races? Because I'm going to die. We have chariot, chariot, we have chariot coming. Oh, my gosh. We for sure have a chariot coming. Um, See, this is Chuck what I love. Coming. Yeah. Jamie and I work on very different things, so I'm learning stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have chariots coming, apparently, which oh. is super fun. This is going to be <laughs> great. We have a Frisian chariot coming. Um, we have a stagecoat. Cat um, sort of deals more in, like, hobby activities. Yeah. Um, so, like, vendors, artisans, galleries, swap meet, like, that's all her jam. Um, Alyssa and I have been um, handling more of the real horse stuff. So, um, yeah, so Kat doesn't get as much to do yeah, with the real horses. <laughs> Contrary to popular opinion, Jamie and I, in fact, are not the same person. <laughs> We're not the same person. We have very different jobs. We don't work on the same stuff. It's very <laughs> odd. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to, um, I don't know a lot about driving as a discipline. So I'm very much looking forward to meeting the horses we have coming and seeing all the different carriages and seeing all the different disciplines represented mm-hmm. and like just getting to experience that. I mean, that's like the greatest part of what we do is getting to be a part of these horses and these incredible people who are involved with them. It's just we have the best job. Nice. <laughs> we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think speaking, this, this name is yeah. really great just because it touches on like so like every almost every breed and discipline has yeah. their harness yeah. component of it. So yeah. if there's racing, yeah. then you've got, you know, standard breads with their sulkies. If there's, you know, quarter horses or Western, like you said, you've got the stagecoach and you've got their little, you know, two wheel harness deals or Morgan's right. do harness. Mm-hmm. And you've got high stepping harness and you've got, you know, combined driving, <laughs> right. There's Mind combined driving. driving. Yeah. yeah. And what I'm looking forward to most is the minis. Cause <laughs> See the minis pull little carts is just the funniest thing. They are the best. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's kind of our, I mean, that's kind of whenever we look at a theme for Briarfest, we always have to think of how we can, you know, see it pull through the whole event. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, it's not, we get a lot of requests for like really fun themes, but you couldn't find a single horse that fit the, like a real live horse that fit the theme. So what's great about driving is it was a little hard to like wrap our brains around in the beginning, but it was something that, kind of how we had the little like spark in our it kind of like sat there in the back for a while and we're like there's something here we just have to figure it out right. and um Alyssa who's on our team actually was um she had it she's like said one line that just like encapsulated the vibe of the whole event and it just made sense from that yeah. moment on um and sometimes it just clicks just like that and it was yeah. driving like you said every breed can do it and mm-hmm. in talking with the USCF um when we were talking about you know wanting to do this thing and getting their support they um they said driving videos are some of their highest views on social media because it's not something as common as dressage or show jumping where it's you you know dressage is so nuanced you know Mm -hmm. the average person isn't gonna understand most of what's so amazing about dressage show jumping You've seen one, you've seen two, maybe you've seen like, you know, but they said their driving videos get the highest views because it's so unique and so different. 
and every horse, every so many different breeds can be involved with it. So so many people from so many different walks of life, young, old, um, you know, fully able versus differently able body people can all participate in some way, shape, or form, Absolutely. which is really cool. Mm. Yeah. So who's our celebration horse this year, Jamie? <laughs> Uh, Ms. D. Wrigley is joining. Ms. D. Wrigley Miller is joining us with Bravor Fifty Four, um, who is for our hobby friends, wonderfully, coincidentally represented on the Chicaner, who is mold number fifty four, yes. um, <laughs> which just worked oh, out awesome. so beautifully. So perfect. Um, yeah. So he comes <laughs> with a beautiful um, white and blue sash um, that says Briar Best in his name on it. Um, he's really, really lovely. She's coming out with um, Bravor himself and maybe a couple of friends and um, at least several <laughs> carriages. Um, Misty has a beautiful, beautiful collection of carriages that will be featured during the virtual event and hopefully um, with an on-site live in-person experience as well. But we're still working out those details. Sure. Nice. Yeah, but it's uh, he's he's pretty special. I uh I think I think it's great you're pulling out the old trainer mold. I I cannot wait. It's a beautiful color. I can't yeah. wait to see him glossy. Mm. He's gonna be so yeah. cool. Like, I love the that's Jackie mold. and I's yeah. era. That was released mm -hmm. when we were you know mm -hmm. nine, ten years old, something like that. So yeah. soft, soft spot. For, yeah, yeah. For the new tail makes him look so nice and so full. He's got a beautiful face. He's got like. His eyes are just perfect. He's just got very expression, you know, full face, which we yeah. love. Um, you'll get to see him at Briar West in yep. person. Oh, and sweet. Really, really cool packaging. Um, yeah, the so, packaging this year is beautiful. Yeah, it's really packaging sweet. Everyone has their sort the last, of logo. I'd say three or four of the packaging has been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So the packaging this year sort of ties to each of the 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 portrait horses for the year. Mm -hmm. They kind of have their own little logo that's going to follow them throughout the event. So when you're talking about Bravor, his wheel logo is going to follow him. Um, you'll see it on his box. You'll see it on the web page. You'll see it like kind of things as they go through as they go forward. Same thing with Via Latia and um, FBA Grand Design and HG Harkness. Their yeah. look is going to follow them through their swag and through their packaging. So it all yeah. feels really cohesive and nice. nice. And we'll have Tilly also at Briar West so you guys can see um, how the packaging looks different and how her packaging is a little bit different than his packaging. And mm -hmm. it's really unique. Excellent. I know we've got some other fun guest horses, Jamie. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we were going right into that or what we want to talk about next. We can. Um, so we have, so as always, um, Briar Fest it's all of our horses from our line that are coming out. Um, so I mentioned Violetia, who is an Italian, uh, Italian bred um, She's standard a trotter, bread. right? Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's an Italian trotter. She's on the new saddle bread, our standard bread mold. Um, who really, I discovered really is actually the, the name of that premier club mold is Constantia. And I've been calling it Constantina for too long. Um, no, Constantia. <laughs> Oops. Um, <laughs> she actually was trained kind of in my neck of the woods here in Jersey. So uh, she was born in Italy. But um, Oh, my God. You all are Jersey girls. All yes, of you. I am are. from New York. I'm I just live in New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from New York. Oh. I'm from the oh, suburbs. Oh. 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 New York. 
I used Whatever, to go to you're all Yankees. I'm from the South. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, <laughs> Jamie's family used to bring her their pets to my former place of employment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in Rutherford, and Rutherford Animal Hospital was our was our jam. We were there for a long time. Dr. Bieber saved my original dog from Aww. Parvo, my my first dog growing up. He tried amoxicillin on her and saved her life. Aww. Mm-hmm. Yeah, soft spot in my heart. I was with him from before when he was in, like, the back alley office yes, in Rutherford the- before he moved <laughs> to the big place. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, but I feel like vets shouldn't be operating out of back alleys. No, it was like a really small office that was like, like the, off an the, alley that we used to in the eighties. In the eighties, there were a lot of little tiny clinics. Rutherford eventually became the, yeah, the place right. where it is now. Used to be a car dealership. Like that's how yeah. big it is. Yeah. My parents got their minivan from that car dealership. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> as a matter of fact, that's so I remember when that was a Seven Eleven. <laughs> that's across the street <laughs> anyway anyway hd harkness on uh so Kylie. excited about this one by the uh, way yeah i am Beautiful too Morgan. have you checked out his facebook page his He's facebook so page fun. is fantastic I it on the last episode i was Kat on has yeah. told us like four times yeah very <laughs> his owners are delightful to say the least they're wonderfully connected and just adorable humans um, so we're really excited about Hark joining us. Tilly, uh, FBA's Grand Design, better known as Tilly. Um, she was just too cute to pass up. So She's gorgeous. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool drum horse that's joining us. Um, so those are all our limited editions and celebration horse. Uh, we have Sweetwater Dukes, Marmaduke, Sweetwater Marmaduke um, joining us to represent Zuby. Uh, who's our little fjord friend. Um, Zuby is also coming with her, the driver is bringing another horse um, as well. So that'll be a really fun special guest that you guys will get to meet and we'll be announced a little bit later. We love surprise guests. They're our favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we started Blazing Kansas. Um, joined us last year for Briarfest. It was part of the line, um, but had just recently come out and she's coming back. Um, she's actually one of Stephanie's favorite recent guests. Um, and Stephanie really wants to just take her home and put her in. <laughs> <laughs> so Welsh ponies um, will be on full display. Um, Adamac is joining us again. Oh, good. Uh, he's oh, nice. in the line. Yeah, he so was not, such not a good face. boy. Like he's, he's, really put up he's with a nice lot. horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their their whole society is fantastic. The whole Akutaki society is just. Amazing. They really do a great display of showing the breed diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, they bring um, a couple different horses and they show them in a, in a wide variety of disciplines. Um, but he's he's a very gentle, very sweet boy. Um, Spoiler Falbergi is coming back with all his wonderful hair. Um, we got a lot of great pictures. Um, I love those ices. And last year, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like they're always there and it's great because they're just like they're lovable and cuggable and cute. Um, so there'll be some more little announcements coming through. Um, some horses that are joining us virtually um, that can't attend um, in person, which will be really fun. You guys will recognize them from the line um, as we get through through the year and some more announcements. Mm-hmm. But it'll be really good. Excellent. I am then, so. Go ahead. I'm so excited. For the lineup is so good this year. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, it's just like the, the the line itself. I think the portrait horses this year are amazing. So 
like it like with the driving horses and then the horses from the actual line are just amazing yeah it say amazing well again two- it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a good year it well for us to have two driving horses in the line and it doesn't usually happen it's a lot was of was that premeditated horses. because you knew the no. theme or was it no okay. no hmm. nope. i mean so Briarest works sort of 14 months out so We'll work, at least we'll, we're already working at least you know best case scenario it's like 16 months a little more mm-hmm. um because we're already turning designs over for Briarfest, like during Briarfest this year yeah. we're already turning yeah. designs over for next year so we don't always and the line's not always set yet so right. the regular retail line so sometimes there's like an inadvertent crossover but no, this was totally not premeditated. It mm-hmm. just worked out really well to Briarfest advantage. We sort of operate on this like Briarfest island um, <laughs> and do kind of our own thing, which is nice. I was going to say it was Briarfest island is probably. Very... I love Briarfest <laughs> island. <laughs> so not a floating apartment building. No, <laughs> no, it's land. It's land. We established. It has to be land. land. <laughs> Solid. Uh, this is 10 uh, years. Show yeah, 10 years of year, evening 10 show. 10 years. Yeah, can you believe it? God, really? No, it doesn't seem like that long, right? I wrote that in the gatefold copy, and Jamie's like, "It hasn't been ten years," and I'm like, "It has been ten years." I counted back. Yeah, yeah. It was. We brought the evening show on in 2014. Um, It was a sort of a brainchild of Kathleen and I at the time, and um, we wanted something that was going to bring everybody together in the evenings at Briarfest, other than the Clarion. Obviously, the Clarion sort of where everybody goes or, back. Or a terrible like, chicken dinner in a tent. That was <laughs> yeah. disgusting. Yeah. I'm so glad that I did not exist during the dinner phase of Briarfest yeah. because I feel like I dodged a serious bullet. Yeah, we needed to avoid that. Um, <laughs> I had only been with Briar maybe like four years at that point at at this point when we decided to do the evening show um and it's been through it's been through a journey you know it's it's been uh it's gotten to a good spot we love working with sylvia Mm -hmm. she always brings out really interesting guests um her her grand liberté routine is something that i'll never ever tire of it's just always so beautiful Mm -hmm. So how does that work? Is she more of the kind of director and and, uh, booker for the talent that appears within the show? Yeah, she's our producer and director for the evening show. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, so we, uh, she is kind of her her baby. You know, she, um, we give her a theme for the year that we'd like her to to kind of work towards. Um, We have a number of planning calls throughout the year to, you know, review her guest list and who she's working with, but Really, she she's the driver to find the talent and um, bring people to the event that she thinks would resonate with the crowd. So she she's done an amazing job. I think this is her fifth year um, producing the show, and she just she knocks Easily, it out yeah. every year. Mm. I mean, I think from the progression of I've been going since '95. With the progression of Briar Briar Fest as an event, like. The evening show that gala was the like big we're we're grown up now this is a big event and yeah. we have yeah. like two nights of gala in an arena you know with yeah. with people sit down and you know the tickets are free obviously but people would pay for that alone you know yeah, what i no, mean like a- people if that came to their town people would go to it 
Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, we we hope that people come out and experience Firefest during the day, which is why we include it with the daytime ticket, um, because that's where we want people to, you know, experience the brand. But no, the evening show has always been this sort of icing on the cake of a really fun weekend. Mm-hmm. And it did it did elevate sort of the 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 feeling of the event. You know, it's um the lights and the sound and being in the dark arena. It really yeah. It really is a it's really it's special a experience. It, it took yeah. having the arena though. We didn't always have Altec. So, yeah. so yeah. you know, everything used to happen in the covered arena or around yeah. there. So it's it's you know kind of kind of great that along with KHP, Briar has been able to yeah. grow with it. Yeah, it's nice to be in the air conditioning in the evening and cool yeah. off in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a nice size arena for us. You know, it has its challenges, obviously, but it's uh it's a nice size for us. And I don't think there's one I've been to since 2016 where I haven't openly wept at the sight of it. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's just watching it all come together for me. It's very much like the culmination of like sure. a job well done and sure. like, holy crap, we did it. Yeah. And I have not attended a single evening show since 2016 where I haven't like openly cried <laughs> on the concourse of the Altec. <laughs> Same. I know that feeling. Now it's true. Yeah. It's true. It's an emotional. It's an emotional roller coaster being yeah. involved in this event. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> and by Friday, we've already been there for over a week, like dealing right. with setting it all up, and it's just like, oh my god, I can finally breathe. <laughs> like we're almost there, and everything went great. <laughs> Sylvia is so pretty. <laughs> I think it's the crowd, though. Honestly, like yeah. being in that environment when you've got five thousand people cheering for something yeah oh yeah they're just you know it could be the smallest thing it could just be the horses walking out and they're all just loving yeah what's come together i mean we're all there for this shared experience and not to get all sappy about it but like it's in a it's a it's a time when everybody's there for the same reasons you know it doesn't matter where you Mm -hmm. came from or what you're doing or like for that moment you're all experiencing the same thing and just appreciating you know the horses and each other and you know what's going on and you know forget the rest and of the, the world the music and the lights yeah. and yeah. It's just like there's so much it's so fabulous yeah and to be we're, we're gonna have people, record evening show attendance now this year <laughs> yeah, so to be part we of like, the for the to be part of like the group that makes this whole thing happen i mean yeah. we're we're just the luckiest people yeah, to be able really to, to do this every day so it's it's really special cool so sweet so all right other activities oh my god so in addition to there's stuff in here i i've never heard of before like so let let's let's hear about it but jamie and i divided this list so i'm gonna run through my stuff and then she'll tackle her stuff even though it's out of order okay on the the printed list go for it (laughs) so in addition to all the amazing awesome horse stuff and model horse stuff we have at Briarfest, which everybody already knows about. We have a ton of other activities and a lot of these activities take place in a weird fantasy land called mm-hmm. Celebration Park, um, which is if you cross the little bridge between the hobby tent and the collector club tent, it's very overgrown now, so it's kind of hard to see, but you cross the bridge in Celebration Park and there is a ton of stuff out there, including Um, our kids jumps um we have a lot of our food vendors 
we have our pony rides. We will have um, petting zoo out there. Uh, we'll have oh, our crap, beer garden y'all. is returning, which is exciting. Yeah. So we'll have a bunch of local bands from Lexington who have been oh, performing okay. in the beer garden. Nice. So I'm super excited about that. It's um, husband parking. <laughs> it is. It's is a great spot to park your husband. He can listen to a bluegrass band and have a beer from West Six and have the greatest afternoon. Awesome. <laughs> nice. And, well, we know um, where the Kellys will be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were consulted with the music choices. Yeah, they were. I said, what do you guys want to hear? And they had some thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah, no rock or you'll you'll attract the butt rock queens. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we are uh continuing having our craft tent. We had two in 2022. Um we are reducing it back down to one craft tent um, in the annex ring, which is over by the barns where it's traditionally been in mm-hmm. that ring. It's in the same spot. It's not moving. Um, we, we're getting a huge, huge tent, so it'll it'll be a giant tent. So we'll have stable mates painting, and we have these super cute little enamel pins that people can paint. Painting is free for kids and adults all weekend long. Nice. Come paint your own stable mate. Have a great time. Sit in the shade. It's going to be awesome. Um, in addition to all this fun free stuff, uh, we have seminars that happen in the Visitor Information Center, which we'll be announcing soon because we've got a great lineup of seminars. Um, we've got our contest that VIP All Access and Online Traditional Access ticket holders can participate in. Mm-hmm. So we've got our two diorama contests. We've got in-person diorama contest and our virtual diorama contest, which is very exciting. And the coveted, amazing Best Customs contest. Oof, exciting. All the contest information and all the rules are on briarhorses.com, so check out the rules. Um, we also have our model horse shows, which will be... Everyone's already been announcing them. Thank mm-hmm. you, guys. We're very excited. Uh, we have the open model horse show, which is for experienced showers over the age of 13. We will have our youth and children's shows, which run concurrently. Um, that'll be on Saturday. The open show is on Friday. We will have... Um, Resin Renaissance on Thursday. Kick off your Briarfest weekend Ooh. with Heather and Jackie. Yay! That's at the Clarion. That's yeah. not at, yeah, the, at park. the Clarion. Um, we have a bunch of online shows this year. So Briar Boot Camp is returning. That will be our first show. That will be happening show. in the spring. Yep. Um, Liz, Corey, and Jamie Rote are hosting that again. We're very excited. So we'll have more information on that coming soon since that's the first one that folks can register for and participate in. Um, and our if you're a top winner in boot camp and you're ready to graduate to the open show, we'll, we'll save you a spot if you want to. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so we've got a couple of spots set aside for any folks from Briar Boot Camp who want to move into the open show if they're feeling ready. Oh, that's fantastic. That's really cool. We're nice. You are nice. Uh, we have Breakables, which is online. But the awards are being presented in person at Briarfest, which is a fun hybrid dynamic. And then our final model horse show is Resident Futurity, which will be happening post Briarfest in August. Yep. Briarfest all year long. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> Briarfest all the time. I mean, did I miss any model horse shows? I, is that six? Nope, I think that's, that's you, got no, you got them all. <laughs> you got them. So many. Good for you. Um, and then we have. Um, the Clarion activities, the uh, famous swap meet, and the artisans gallery will be happening. The melee. Oh my god! 
The mosh uh, we're pit. currently accepting <laughs> applications for the swap meet, the artisans gallery, and the vendor marketplace. So the applications and all that information are on firehorses.com. There are three ways to sell in person. We're very excited about that. Artisans gallery, swap meet, and vendor marketplace. And then you can either be an online seller in the online marketplace or the virtual artisans gallery. So we have a lot of ways people can participate. And for those that don't know, the vendor marketplace is at uh, in the covered arena. It surrounds the covered arena. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes. And we it's gotten so large that we've actually had to put out a big tent to accommodate all the folks who want to participate because you so ever thought about have... putting it at putting it at Alltech, or is that not a possibility? So like, every every year everyone asks at... that. Yeah. Oh, do they? There's oh. there's Just actually curious. not a lot of out. So so much of Firefest actually happens outside of the covered yeah. arena. So yes, like the daytime stuff is in the covered arena and the, right. the concourse is great space and it's air conditioned and all the wonderful things. But beyond that, there is yeah. not a lot of flat space around the outside of the arena. So and we don't have, we, we would lose almost all of Celebration yeah. Park. Got it. Um, and the concourse at the Altec isn't as wide. Yeah. As, like it's not as big as you think it is. Yeah. It so, looks big because no one's in it when we're there. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's always right. empty because I'm always there for like yeah. the open show or something. So it's like ghost yeah. town. Yeah, I would love to be able to utilize that arena more during the day. Um, but the truth we're getting is there. Is we're getting there. We just don't have. Yeah, I mean, we're using both both of the um, expo halls already with mm -hmm. workshops mm -hmm. and a lot of work shows. Yeah. Um, and the the five Ks over there on Sunday morning, but and obviously the evening shows. But um, there's just not a lot of outdoor space over there. Yeah, I yeah. did. Uh, I did the workshops there last year, and they were so yeah. fun. And that was a great space. Yeah, it's amazing. It's air conditioned. It's very well lit. Mm -hmm. um, it's nice they're all together. It's a, yeah. a little bit of a hike. It's further, uh, more of a hike than we would would have wanted. But it's, um, you know, we've got the shuttles running continuously. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah and it's not, a, it's not a terrible walk. So yeah, it's a nice walk. And we've we've announced the complete workshop lineup for VIP and all access ticket holders. Um, so all that information is up on. The blog and a couple of different blog posts i have to ask because you had car shows stuck in here yeah oh yeah <laughs> tell me about the car show so tell us about the car show so we are working with the central kentucky southern Knights uh to host our very first car show oh wow um, different kind figured, of horsepower yeah different <laughs> kind of horsepower for everyone uh we figured in line with our driving forward theme it would only make sense to have um a couple automobiles. Um, Central Kentucky Southern Knights have been fantastic. Their most recent car show in October had over 900 cars. Oh, wow. Uh, That's excellent. So, That's a great show. Yeah, it's huge. Um, so it's a huge, big club with a huge following. And they're very, very excited to be helping us out with this. So it's going to be sort of near the beer garden on those like kind of to where the carousel had been mm -hmm. and you know kind of sure. that general vicinity so that's that's where we're we're planning everybody to be they're going to have um themed days so one day will be pony cars and the next day will be pickup trucks and the next day will be mustangs or each day is going to be a little different we'll announce the schedule as it gets closer and then whoever can can't fit up in those two tiered sections will have a, a portion of the the main lot reserved for car shows so um another sort of location for husband parking and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, 
No, that's yeah. brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So they they're really fun. I mean, they'll they'll have a DJ and they're going to take um donations for a local charity. So they're they're a great group. We're really excited to work with them and it'll be our first ever and hopefully first of many to come. Sweet. Yeah, we were st- it's funny because we we've been struggling with uh the favor theme for the our horse show, right? Like last year mm-hmm. was easy, right? You guys did Germany. So we handed out a bunch of beer steins and little baby beer steins and like <laughs> necklaces with pretzels on them and like the you know the how the hair flowers that beer garden girls would wear this year like what are we going to do with driving and at one point i thought maybe we do cars <laughs> but, maybe we should revisit that but then we that. just decided we're going to do renaissance <laughs> yeah. so because we okay. still had the flower crowns <laughs> well, been, so i mean it's funny that you should mention that challenge because we've faced similar challenges in our creation of the events and we've for a lot of components been like okay so what do people who are equestrian drivers what do they use like what driving classes are there how can we use this so it's like there's picnic classes and Mm -hmm. people wear certain types of hats and people wear like we're we're going a little bit deeper and picking out very interesting components to really highlight the theme it's been a lot of fun yeah be a lot of fun so in so near the car show will be um dock dogs um try and say that 10 times <laughs> uh, oh, no just don't it's gonna get complicated <laughs> it's similar uh we've had similar groups in the past um the dogs have always been really popular um this group in particular has um is a big touring show they have a, a huge following in frankfurt so they're expecting a huge crowd to come out for for the day and they'll do three different classes so they'll do like the longest jump and the highest jump and vertical vertical jumps and all that stuff and then practices in between so they're expecting a big big crowd um and uh, participants for that matter so, so is this like tons- retrievers like dogs that do water yeah, like, work and it's stuff like, like that jump into the water yeah yeah so I'm going to be in that kinds- pool on Friday yeah. night I'm going to tell you what right now <laughs> all different kinds of breeds <laughs> Um, so that'll be sort of all day, every day entertainment for folks coming out. Um, we have a, a new circus troupe joining us. Um, oh, wow. Big Fun Circus. She is the happiest human you will ever meet in your life. Um, they're big fun. Literally. So, so, um, so it, ground circus for me, like, what does that mean in Briarfest terms? Like obviously so, they're they're not going to be in a big top or are they? Well, they're going to have a tent. Um, and they'll have everything from um, you know juggling to a bubble wagon. Um, they'll have sort of a um, fun hula hooping and just fun kids entertainment. Um, they'll be there's like a big coloring sheet they're going to be working on throughout the day. She'll have face painters, um, just all kinds of like engaging fun kids stuff that um it'll sort of all be central centralized into into celebration park celebration Um, park is the place to be i'm telling you everyone Mm -hmm. who's listening celebration park is going to be the place to be for our fest i was going to say this is like a whole new thing and it's i I, like i can feel my curmudgeonly person inside going celebration park when i was blah blah we just had the card arena <laughs> no celebration park is fun that's where the beer garden was last year i, need to go. I didn't get to go to the beer garden i know I, I did was, i was you I were workshopping i was workshopping 
I'd be curious to know how many people just discovered the Celebration Park last year because they were going to the beer garden. Uh, yeah. Pretty you much, have to yeah. Walk through like a tunnel of fun to get to the beer garden. Yeah. Um, and the circus next year will will amp that up even more. They have stilt walkers. Um, they, I mean, all kinds of fun, crazy. Didn't you? You guys used to have that behind the covered arena, right? The the jumps for the kids and stuff when the when it was smaller before the pandemic, right? That stuff um, all used to be. The jumps have moved around. The jumps have yeah. moved around mm-hmm. a bit. We like to keep them on the grass because it's easier to fall on the grass and skin knees yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Um. So we try to keep it out of the arenas, but um, yeah, the Celebration Park has just been has been growing and growing. Our um. Another brand that Reeves owns is the Big Dig, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's a sand sand digger toy. So we have the I Big Dig about tent. The Big Dig. <laughs> um, we have the Big Dig tent. Um, in the past, we've had um, Collecta there with some of our dino. Um, models. Oh yeah, things that dig up crap and dinosaurs. That's boy parking. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll I don't think we'll have the dinos there this year, but um Big Dig will certainly be there and they've got new dump trucks and new mm-hmm. little plushies. So fun fun things for Big Dig. Park uh, your under ten sons in the Big Dig tent mm-hmm. to play with the diggers. It's a nice shady spot. Everyone I mean you guys are literally at this point have taken over the whole park. We cover thirteen acres. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. 13 acres, excluding everything that goes on at Alltech. Like, just around the carpet arena is 13 acres of that's, the park. That's, that's, why we get a golf, that's why we get a golf cart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why we get a golf cart. <laughs> yeah, but you guys, we, I was talking to Aaron about this. You guys get the good golf carts, and we get crappy golf carts. I mean, we just get what we get because we're the there thing. early. <laughs> we always get, like, on the one we had last year was pitiful. It was like, <laughs> I think we had to get out and push. Like it'd be faster. Right. If, if you were on the back because you would hit the gas, it would lurch so hard. Whoever was on the back would almost fly off. I don't know. All right, um, sorry. Non sequitur. No, the last thing on on my list is um, the auction. So we ha- we host the auction up at the Hall of Champions, which is a really cool, unique venue for anybody that's not in there. Um, they usually have about six or eight um racing champions from various from thoroughbred life to standard breads um they kind of you know sort of long-term residents of the horse park um and so we take over the the gallery there and it the last last year was our first hybrid auction so it'll start out well it'll be the same for 23 it'll start out um as sort of silent bidding through the website, which will all get announced in due time. And then right up until the moment the event starts, the live auction starts on site on um, Saturday night at the horse park, um, you can put your bids in and you can put your, ma- kind of like eBay, you can put your max bids in and it'll cap out, right? As it's gonna end the sort of silent auction part of it. And then it'll transition to online. And you could participate from home as an internet bidder or on site at the horse park. And last year, yeah. as everyone well knows at this point, we had a really cool back and forth exchange between an on site bidder and an internet bidder. That was, um, that was wild. I am devastated. We were there I and this. I was like, oh, it was insane. Cow. I was up at the Alltech at the evening show and I am utterly devastated that I missed this. Jamie was like texting me in real time, like, 
everything that was going on. It's and I was like, crazy. Oh my God. So the, the other interesting thing is we were, you know how it's kind of almost a 360, right? And then yeah. there's, mm-hmm. we were right behind the bidding booth. So we had eyes locked on like Steph and the auctioneers and, uh, and everybody that was like on staff was, while that was going on, like Stephanie's face. She didn't know what to think. She was just like <laughs> blinded by joy. Like, <laughs> So when it was yeah. over, like, and we were shuffling out, I looked at her and I went, Stephanie! And she was like, <laughs> <laughs> made, the, well, really, made the home alone face. <laughs> what was really funny was right before the Pegasus went up, like the, like the second it came on, somebody from behind the bid, behind the auctioneer saw the bid online and screamed. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, we were, that's where we were sitting. There was like, oh! <gasps> Like they went nuts and like I couldn't even I didn't have my phone up. I didn't know what was going on. I was doing registrations. So I didn't know it was ready at that was the people in front of us. Yeah. God. The people in it front of us had that and we not. looked down and and they held their phone up and we saw it they, and everybody was they like, said, Oh, it's thir-, they went, Oh, it's thirty two five. So we're like, oh, three thousand two hundred and fifty. They're like, no. no. Thirty two thousand five. And yeah. we're like, what? I didn't know. So, <laughs> that and rumor had it that that was a model that had been sitting around for a while <laughs> and was subbed in at the last minute. Is there any truth to that? Or was it made for last year? Um, I honestly don't know the origins of it. Um, I don't either. It wasn't like a last minute addition. Um, it was, you know, it was planned to be part of the line, but I don't know its original origin. Yeah, urban okay. legend. <laughs> but yeah, so that I thought that was, you know, I mean, I could imagine it sitting in a cubicle because it didn't go one year if it was like third string or whatever. But but, well, I mean, honestly, I mean, the coming up with the auction, and you can air this. This is fine. I mean, the coming up with the auction is one of the hardest parts, and it's just sure. it's it's an incredible scene when we have the like a, a conference room table yeah. lined seeing the lineup is unreal mm. yeah i mean we we thank god like kat and i aren't involved in having to make those decisions but like production and like stephanie's team that deals with that i mean they'll line up 40 horses oh my gosh at, at least. Down yeah how do they there. how do they decide who decides what makes the cut is it like popular vote or it, it's honestly, it's it's a group decision. I mean, Stephanie's team will come up with the original, like the large group of it, and yeah. then we'll stand there and all gawk at them for a while and like pick our yeah. jaws up off the ground for a bit, <laughs> and then come up with you know a good mix of color, a good mix of breed, a good mix mm-hmm. of uh, you know yeah, vintage, absolutely. current, you know that yeah. whole kind of thing. Um, ultimately, she has the the final say, um, but. It's sort of like, oh my god, look at that! Oh my god, look at that! Yeah. And you know, we've, if we've there's something that's particularly on theme or particularly unique, or I'm loud and obnoxious enough about it, Don't will often it. make it into the line. <laughs> Jocelyn has a lot to say. Um, Jocelyn's really well connected to yeah. obviously the hobby world, and she'll. Yeah. Um, yeah. She comes up with a lot of like, oh my gosh, could you imagine if we did X, Y, Z? And, you know, if the stars all align and it looks great, we'll throw it in and see, mm-hmm. you know, see how it looks with the rest of the group. Um, that's what's, I mean, we have a lot of create, creative abilities to make suggestions. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not the designer in the group. By all well, means. yeah, and I was like, going to oh, mention Heather Paleo and Summer Prosser, who do a lot of the design work for you, always 
you know, bring it with mm-hmm. beautiful colors and patterns. And I, you know, the auction is just, cause I, I don't know if the younger audience knows that before the test run auction was truly a test run auction and mm-hmm. the test runs were not perfect or not. It was yeah. actually just testing a color on a body and it mm-hmm. wasn't really executed for production standard. And, and the body kind of didn't matter half yeah. the time. Right. And they would mm-hmm. just, and then they would have this surplus of stuff and they would sell it like in the beginning, right off the back of a truck. And then yeah, it was a, after, there was a yeah, flatbed yeah. trailer out in the parking lot. <laughs> and then after, after that, the Saturday night show was, you know, their dinner, their kind of chicken dinner and then the auction. So these horses are made especially for this, correct? Like they're one of a kind, but they're not true test runs, which is probably better. They may have started out as a test run. They may have started out that, you know, the painting team was just goofing around one day and came up with this cool look. And we loved it so much. It ends up in the auction. So some of them truly, some of them truly are a test. I was in the warehouse a couple weeks ago, packing for Briar West and the head of the paint department came up and was like, hey, look what I did. And I was like, holy cow. (laughs) I'm just back there packing stuff up, packing my boxes. And he comes out with his beautiful model horse. And I was like, oh my God. I think the Disco Danny was. I think the Disco Danny was just the paint department messing around on a... an, uh, the Danny pattern with the yeah. with the iridescent paint. Oh wow! That thing was that unbelievable. was amazing. Yeah, they just, yeah. It, it gives them an incredible. It gives anyone who's doing any of the designing, whether it be Heather or Summer or Sam in the paint department, incredible amount of freedom to just like do silly stuff. Right. And when you're given that kind of sort of creative freedom, amazing things happen. And the hobby is the beneficiary of those amazing creative things. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> and it's uh, it's 100 to charity right jamie like it, you have a they you have a bunch of people that are broken out and and they all get a piece of the pie yeah proceeds all go to um charity it's not quite 100 we try and get it as close to it as we can but um yeah we proceeds are all given to a number of beneficiaries we have five or so that are like our named beneficiaries kind of big guys um and then there's at least two dozen local charities that um, are you know leadership supports or that we support individually um which is great every year a couple of us get to um you know pick a charity to include in the group um my horse had laminitis and you know was suffering the effects of um Cushing's and laminitis as he was getting older. So um, I was able to get the laminitis fund through UPenn um, added to the list one year, which is great. And it changes um, over the years. Five Pups, who's run by, I want to give them a little nod. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Valley No Castle's RM's owner, or I'm sorry, caretaker. Um, He runs a really great group from out of New Jersey here called Five Pups. And he flies all around the country rescuing dogs and cats and all kinds of oh, animals. Awesome. Dogs, but, mm. Yeah. Um, needs to be taken out of bad areas and kill shelters. He'll fly his little plane down and pick them up and scoop them up and bring them to good homes. So they're on the list. They're a local New Jersey group. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. We support as many as we can. Yep. All right. So are we through all the events? Have we talked about? Yes. I feel like I blew through all of my topics. 
but it's like no we're good we talked we know yeah we talked quite a bit just you know the the end stuff was way more interesting (laughs) (laughs) the unknown quantity the car show and all that uh all right so that car show is scary (laughs) i like cars i don't know (laughs) i'm excited but like what if i'm gonna have a panic attack (laughs) i love cars i'm not sure about car people sometimes but I love. you don't have to talk to the car people (laughs) (laughs) you just look at the cars we're we're trying that that's why we're working with a kind of a known group um that we don't want to just be like hey bring your car to briar right um because I'm not dealing with that. Um, <laughs> so this group is going to be really great. I mean, it's yeah. going to be a lot of their their go-to sort of um, supporters. Oh, car shows. Like, I loved car shows when I was kids. They are amazing. And it's yeah, so great. my dad like, was a car guy. Yeah, really so was going mine. to turn around from bringing, like, you know, men being dragged to men willingly go like beer garden and car show. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Conveniently close to each other. <laughs> yeah. All I'll, right. I'll be, if you need me, I'll be in Celebration Park. <laughs> <laughs> sure, cat. <laughs> All right, let's talk about ticketing. Like, uh, because the, it is grown so sale much. Now. And, you know, it, uh, we know it's all on sale, but we now have an online component and different tiers. So walk us through that. Yeah. So if the whole goal of BuyerFest is that we want as many people to be able to come as possible. So we have tickets available in an online format or an on-site format. Um, You get to kind of pick the way you want to experience the event. Um, If you're joining virtually, there's our online traditional ticket, which includes Before 54. Um, It also includes um, access to some workshops and our model horse shows and shopping. both tickets, either the traditionals or the stable mates, come with access to the limited editions. Those are not restricted by ticket. Those are open to everyone. Um, so obviously your online traditional will include your traditional model, Revoir 54. Your online stable mates ticket will include one randomly selected uh, the event stable mates, our foreign hand collection, which are super adorable and very, very cute. Um, so those tickets are available straight through the event. You can buy one on Sunday of mm-hmm. Firefest if you wanted. Those are um, will be available actually while they're while supplies last, but as long as they're still available, you can purchase one on Sunday. Um, on site, we have three different ticket types available on site. Uh, VIP, which is our in-person $240 ticket. It includes bravoure, a full set of the event stablemates, access to the special runs obviously you get to purchase and prepay for two special runs so those are guaranteed for you you get a redemption ticket in your ticket packet so you don't have to worry about like guessing whether or not you're going to get it yeah Um, they're guaranteed guaranteed um you and two limited editions you also pay and prepay for your two limited editions so you don't have to worry about standing online in the morning wondering if you're going to get it or not um in-person workshops there's specific workshops that are dedicated just for vips um, which Kat has recently announced. Yes, there's a blog post. See the blog post on briarhorses.com. <laughs> yeah, we have links to all, like I've gone through and like tagged links Perfect. that will go Perfect. up when we publish the show that will, to each subject matter that they can, you know, click over and, and find what the information. Perfect. Perfect. Um, then there's our all access ticket. Um, all access is $90. 
includes Brevore 54, does not include the full set of the stablemates, but you can still purchase um, special runs. That requires a preference form as you get closer to the event, which I'll explain in two seconds. Mm -hmm. um, again, limited editions is not at all restricted by ticket, so you can purchase those on site. Um, and you can also, if, if you have an all access ticket, you can also register for the workshops and the model horse shows, et cetera, et cetera, the contests. Um, general admission is an on-site only ticket. It includes one randomly selected foreign hand stablemate. Um, and again, limited editions, but you cannot register for the workshops. So if you're really want to get into the hobby world and um, experience that all access is your way to go for that. Mm -hmm. um, so for clarity purposes, limited edition models are different from special run models. Um, limited editions are available to every ticket holder at BriarFest online or on-site. Um, they're available in the Briar store on-site at BriarFest or in the pop-up store or through BriarHorses.com. There's two models, Studebaker and Buggy, that are, we're calling, they're, they're virtual limited editions. Mm -hmm. They're only available on the website, but they're open to all ticket holders. Yeah. So if you've purchased and a ticket to BriarFest in any capacity, you can go on to BriarHorses.com that weekend and buy Buggy or Studebaker. It doesn't okay. matter. That's It'll a great, that's a great clarification. So, so while you're waiting in line to get your models <laughs> in the store, you can be on your phone buying these models. Exactly. So, um, Brilliant. Had a, there was a video up recently that kind of gave you a visual reference of all of the models. Like this group is for all access. These are limited editions. These are online limited editions. So Studebaker and Buggy um, are virtual limited editions. Any single person with a ticket to BriarFest can buy those models. So it should be, I know there's lots of like limited and specials and all these things, but um, it's actually pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> so as Jamie mentioned there, um, the special run models this year, we are giving people who are joining us in person access to all nine options. Um, we are very excited uh, for these models. They are beautiful. And we went through them when I last joined you guys yep. on the podcast yeah. for the Briar West episode. Um, we had released everything, I think, by the time the addendum aired. I think it was everything. All the special yep. runs were out. Yes. Yep. Um, if you're an online traditional access ticket holder, we have... Um, four models of the special runs that will be available for you guys to purchase. We have the Stagecoach Surprise, um, Araba, who's our beautiful Arabian mare, Wells, who is a, the fan favorite, apparently. I was Wells not expecting is Wells hot. to yeah, be the Wells fan is favorite. Hot. And the beautiful Marin Full, Surrey and Axel. I love so them. there is something for everyone um, for these models. And they came out like just... I'm looking at them on my phone right now, mm -hmm. so I can remember which ones were available to everybody. Because I, also, I have so much uh, in my brain. <laughs> I also tagged uh, the uh, Shannon showing off all the models. From oh yeah, that the was such a great video. So yeah. you know that that link is on our blog if anybody wants to see her go through um, the LEs and the SRs. Um, just check it out. I think Jump and Drive might be my favorite, and I'm personally devastated that we don't have this activity represented at Briarfest because I would like to see it happen in person. <laughs> Same, actually. That's a lot of setup. Yeah. I think it's specific to Aachen in Germany. Like, I don't think it, it exists anywhere else. It is. 
That's wild. Yeah. Only in Germany. Yeah. Specific to Aachen. That's so funny. Um, So I uh, I will let Jamie go through the preference forms since, as I mentioned earlier, Jamie and I deal with different things at Briarfest. (laughs) And I'm sure preference forms are where a lot of questions are. Oh, yeah. Every single time. Luckily, we're like three years into this now and people have started to get the idea. Um, (laughs) It's so close. It's really quite simple. I mean, a preference yeah. form is a way for all access ticket holders to tell us what models they like and in what order they like them. So yeah. the idea is in a perfect world, how would you like to be able to buy those models? So is Wells your favorite? Is Jump and Drive your favorite? Is Araba your favorite? Just put them in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where people start getting into trouble is when they start thinking that they can game the preference form and say, well, I'm only going to put, you know, I only want the surprise horse. So I'm going to put the surprise nine times and no alternatives for everything else. Right. Right. Well, yeah. when it comes around and that's not available, you're going to get a wild card because you're not guaranteed to get it. Just because you're in nine times doesn't mean you're going to get it. Right. So, so you have definitively, you have, you can pick one horse once. Mm-hmm. And you have to pick no, them in you order. can't. I mean, if you if you really want duplicates, you can list them more than once. I mean, so so our recommendation has always been rank all nine, yeah. put them in order. You're going to get placed into a virtual line, as it were, as if you were on site a la Briarfest 2019, mm-hmm. where you would show up and you'd get put in a physical line, and that's mm-hmm. the order you get to go shopping. Well, we make a, phys- a, a a line of ticket holders programmatically, and you get assigned models based on your preference forms. So if your first choice is not available, we'll go to your second choice. If your second choice is not available, we'll go to your third choice. If you really only want the surprise, knock yourself out. Put the surprise on there nine times. But if it's not available by the time your place comes in line, you're going to get a wild card. If you have not ranked any other models. Mm-hmm. Okay. And We're if not- you get a wild card, there's no guarantee that when you go through the line at Briarfest, that all the models will be available when you go through the line. So it's. Oh, because it's it very throws off your numbers, class. obviously. Right. Okay. Yes. So we have, you know, obviously anybody that's purchased a VIP ticket, their models come right off the top. After the yes. VIP models have been reserved and paid for, we take the allocated models that are still available come the middle of May. And, you know, these preference forms get submitted. You have plenty of time to submit a preference form. And you can submit, you know, one for each of your tickets. If you're a family of however many people and everybody has their own preference list, you can fill out four, five, six different preference forms for each of your tickets. You can assign names to them. You know, I have one, Kat has one, my husband has one, my kids have one, whatever. Yeah. And then... Or if you want to do one big master list for all of your tickets because it's just you and you happen to have four or five tickets, that's fine too. You can rank Wells three times if you really want Wells. You know, whatever the situation is, you can you can rank it and you can you can make suggestions for all for duplicates. Um, if your place comes up in line and your first model has been assigned and Wells is listed as your second model, also, if Wells is available. You'll be assigned wells. I mean, nobody's trying. Everyone's. We're trying to give people the best access to their models, yeah. and this mm-hmm. system has actually worked really, really well because mm-hmm. 
at least at least 90 percent of the people will get their first choice on Hmm. their at least one of their tickets and so we're finding that the sell-through has been a lot higher because people are actually getting what they want instead of having to like chance this right you know standing in line nonsense um people were i think confused last year for the first time with the wild card um on site but then when they got there they had almost all of their options available to them so they were thrilled yeah um, so the wild card worked out really well for people um we're hoping that more people fill out the the preference form this year and go through the whole process because it just it relieves a whole layer of stress um, for a lot of people when they have mm-hmm. that reservation ticket. We have but, actually had comments from people that like the stress. They want that experience standing in the line, trying to figure out their stuff last minute, stressing out. And, and you know, they they were like... Stressed out. <laughs> they're so... Like, can you put a word in that you can make a choice between stressing out and not stressing out? And I was like, I don't think that's... No. Hard. Well, you can. I mean, then just don't fill out a preference form. Yeah. And yeah. for the people that don't want that, don't fill out the preference form. If yeah. you have an all-access ticket and you want the be- the ability to stand online and sweat it out, you know, in every way possible. Go nuts. <laughs> don't fill out a preference form. Get your You'll wild get card wild tickets card. and wait in line and enjoy. <laughs> or buy your tickets after the, the cutoff. There's yeah. going to be a point in May where we say, okay, any tickets purchased before X and X day in May you no longer have the option to submit a preference form. So buy your tickets after that, you'll get wildcard tickets for everything and you can knock yourself out on site. Yes, that's a great point. Okay, there you go. Summarize the summary of the summary. The special run preference form, not complicated. It is a very easy process. It is the same for all access ticket holders and it will be the same for online traditional access ticket holders. It's the same deal. Just, I I think, honestly, if you have multiple tickets, the best thing to do is to fill out a preference form for all of your tickets and fill them out differently to ensure that you're getting the widest variety. Right. Honestly, this is from the horse's mouth of Briarfest. Like (laughs) it is not hard. (laughs) I mean, this kind of runs into the, the, I can't remember what philosopher said it about when you give people too many choices, it's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Can't deal. Can't deal. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get that. And it does. I understand, you know, people wanting to, you know, use it to their advantage to get the best possible options. And the truth of the matter is, is that you can trade your ticket if you get there or you get your ticket book and you don't like what you got. Trade. Yeah. Just go to the special run line tent and there will be people there who don't like what they got and they will want to trade with you. It is very easy. There'll be people there who are on the same page as you Mm -hmm. and just swap your tickets. For the... Go ahead. For the yeah. online people, they'll be the I guess as Kat said, they'll they'll go through the preference form process. Um, it'll be exactly the same as it was in 2020 when everyone did the online process in 2021 for um special runs. And then you'll get models assigned to you for RFS weekend. You'll there'll be a big button to click here to buy your special runs if you're an online ticket holder, online traditional ticket holder. And when you click on it. There'll be a model there for you. You can click on that model if you want to purchase it. If you don't, don't purchase it. Yeah. You'll get one. Um, you'll get access to yeah. one um, of the four models that have been allocated to online ticket holders. You'll know exactly what it is. Model. No surprises. You can either you buy it or not. Check out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and can I say how much Jackie and I totally enjoyed rolling into the park oh, on Sunday? Sunday. With <laughs> no lines, zero lines, and picking up our stuff. Like, yeah, they even yeah. Brought, they brought your stuff to you for the VIP. Yeah, because remember? they thought a tornado was fixing to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to the VIP tent at the last minute. They were going to break the, down. The, the VIP, no, so the VIP anyway. tent was gone when we went, we oh, went right. to go to and, it. Because there was a storm coming and yeah. they were afraid yeah. it was going to like fly away. So yeah, so they yeah. brought me my stuff to the to the collector's club. <laughs> yeah, they were like, what yeah, there's nice only like two idiots time. who haven't picked them up. We're like, yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, that. we're the idiots. <laughs> <laughs> like we just went, like, we went Sunday and ran the the lines where you pick up your SRs, and it was just like, yeah, nobody just there. Was fantastic. Yeah, it was, I mean, we had lines all day Friday and most of Saturday. Um, but yeah, truly, if you came on Sunday, by 10 o'clock, there was no line. And yeah. it was, it was lovely. Everyone got what they wanted. We picked it up, packed it up. It was great. We don't Crazy. want people to spend their Briarfest waiting in line. We want you to enjoy Briarfest. There are, as we mentioned earlier, 10,000 other activities <laughs> you can be participating <laughs> right. in. At Briarfest, and we want you to be able to enjoy them and not wait in line getting models. Do Amen. not wait in line. If you're a VIP ticket holder or an all-access ticket holder with a reservation tickets, don't wait in line. Come back. Yeah. Go do something else. It's Sunday. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was one of those people who thought I liked standing in line, and I went, you know, last year I was like, oh, actually, I like not standing in line. This is the nice. minute you guys said you were getting rid of lines, I was like. Boop. Like great, yeah, fantastic. I'm here for this, He's just getting in line, it's insane. Yeah, Value. I mean, I think people just like standing in line. Obviously, don't think necessarily at like some change. point. It's like a social construct yeah. for a while that everybody got had to stand in line together and get spritzed on. Like I remember when there was no spritzer, like, it wasn't even <laughs> formal, and they would they would come up with a special run and it. Remember where they used to hand out the celebration models yeah. for the ticket windows? Mm-hmm. People would line up like around the covered arena for that. And you'd have people getting heat stroke and stuff like that. Yeah. I was never a fan of that. I was like, no. no thanks. I don't want any model horse that bad. No, Misting fans are like godsend. They're that so great lovely. Mm. Love those fans. Yeah. All right, everybody. Amen. Why do we love Briarfest? Do we have any more ticket stuff? Do we need to talk about tickets? No, we're we're clear on tickets. Why like ticket all the work you guys put in and all the stuff that you go through? And this is your job. Why do you love Briarfest? Oh my gosh. Do you want to go first, Kat? Do you want to go first? I mean, I, yes. Um I honestly, I think one of my favorite parts of the event is getting to see the fan reaction and getting to to watch what Jamie and I have been planning for months and months become real and see it literally blossom out of the parking lot at the Kentucky Horse Park and turn into a real thing. And then people show up and they like it. <laughs> and like, that's pretty amazing. And they have a great time and I hear laughter and I see smiling faces and I see people having a great time and I drive around on my little putt-putt golf cart (laughs) and I think to myself, holy crap, I built this. Like, it is amazing to watch it come to life and then get to watch people enjoy it 
And the fact that we bring such joy to people's lives is something I wouldn't change for the world. Yeah, it's, I think for me, it's, it's a lot of what Kat said, but it's, it's also that really, you know, it's celebrating that really special relationship that people have with horses. And um, I mean, I mean, everything I ever needed to know about life, I learned at the barn, you know, in so many ways. Yeah. And so for me, horses have always been a huge, a huge part of my life. I could talk about horses at the drop of a hat any, any day of the week, um, getting to do that professionally and combine it with, you know, this, the excitement of setting up an event and like Kat said, like planning something that people want to be part of is, um, and combining that with horses to me, is just like unreal that I get to do this every day. Um, but it's just, it's having this relationship with an animal and then also having this amazing community of people that all feel the same way. Um, seeing the kids have, you know, this immediate reaction to being there and being with their parents or with their friends or their grandmother who, you know, grew up with Briar. It's, it's a generational thing. And I feel, I, I mean, there's these two girls that have been coming to Briarfest for years. Every year they pick Briarfest over Disney. And every year they make I a point have, to come, yeah, me too. come and find me. And we take a picture every year and I get to hug them and say hello and ask them how things are going. And it's just, my kids have grown up going to Briarfest. I mean, it just has become this huge, wonderful community that's so wonderfully embracing of each other. I mean, everyone has the good, the bad, the ugly, but like, it doesn't sure, matter if sure. you know, yeah. it, it, it doesn't matter. We're all there for the same, for the same right. reason. And we all have this, I have a moment, just like Kat said, like, the, I'll be walking the concourse and I'm just like, wow, like this all actually happened. It yeah. all came together. It's a beautiful, crazy, chaotic mess of things that all fell into place and it happened and yeah it's just it's it's something that we'll never be able to replicate yeah. with yeah. any other brand that we ever work yeah, on yeah i mean that's i that's got to be so gratifying to do yeah. something that big and so meaningful to so many people like yeah. i i do a small event uh called girls in science for my company and it, it's all day event and it brings together like mm-hmm. you know everybody in denver brings their girls and they learn about aerospace and you know all these other engineering and aerospace mm-hmm. things that, you know and it's a lot of work. So I cannot imagine looking at, cause I know what goes into event planning mm-hmm. now and the scope of what you guys do is incredible yes. on with such a small team too. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, don't think I don't know you guys are understaffed because you are. <laughs> um, but, Me, and, but um, beyond that, I mean, you guys just get it done and, and like, and, um, You'd have to love horses to do this job. Yeah. <laughs> you would have to have a reason to stick. But I, I think also the returns are much bigger than they would be yeah. for anything else. Yeah, and we have you have to be a, a different kind of person, I feel like, to plan events um, professionally. Yeah. You have to be a crazy um, person. Yeah. <laughs> um, Probably helps. We're kind of a, a, a breed onto our, our, onto our own. Um, and yeah, we're a small team, but... You know, but we kind of thrive in the chaos and, you know, we have a lot of like, what if moments that turn out to be these most brilliant things that could ever happen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And those are the best conversations. We have a, a yeah. couple rules. We have a couple rules for Briarfest, and one of them is we we write the rules. You know, it's our yeah. party. Mm-hmm. We get yeah. to just because we did it one year, one way, one year doesn't mean we have to do it that way going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we we're constantly trying to reinvent the event. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's why it's themed. You know, like every year it gives us something else to latch onto and yeah. ex- mm-hmm. you know show the event in a different way. And how can we make to... it greater? How can we make it better? Yeah. How can we make yeah. it more fun and more exciting? Yeah, so it's yeah. it's it's definitely very cool. We can't honestly do it without a huge core of volunteers. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Between your guys' staff, like uh, every show staff, um, every every horse show, every model horse show is an event unto itself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so each little show, each each you know each show has its own staff that's incredible um we have park volunteers we have hobby volunteers mm-hmm. um people love have... volunteering too oh yeah, yeah. in a, yeah, in a way you're yeah. unique because you don't people they would just come and do it for free they just because they love the hobby they would yeah. i mean yeah. the yeah, model is nice yeah I, but it's an honor to be asked to work yeah. for briar and we will I be remember when soothing. I got my first volunteering gig, I almost cried. Like, <laughs> I think I did. I was <laughs> listening to those applications. Oh my God. We're, we're very, I mean, we, we're very excited to invite people to come volunteer. The application um, for volunteering for Briarfest for the summer is going to go live in early March, along with the Everything. rest of the world. <laughs> Everything else. Everything's going live in early March. Um, so that people can get those applications in. And um, because we, we need the support of the hobby because there are so many components between um in addition to the model horse shows and the workshops and the seminars um which are areas that are already defined with staff we need people to man our help desks and we need people to give people directions and we need people to support the workshop volunteers and we need like people in so many areas to help out guests and we look to the hobby to support us because the the hobby loves to support the hobby mm-hmm. and we appreciate that because all of the volunteers that we have every year are so incredible i think oh, one and the of other them... rule is at briarfest is open every box <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> did you not think it was in there well it was first rule is we write the rules second rule is open every box <laughs> i wanted to i wanted to step back for a second though but as civilians jackie tell me what you love about Briarfest. oh gosh so i i mean i i'm a big nerd and i like being a big nerd and i like being a nerd with other nerd like like-minded nerds like i really like i mean i've been a hobbyist for a very very long time and a lot of people know me but I can go to Briarfest and still be in kind of a crowd of like-minded strangers, you know, usually until I open my mouth these days and people recognize my voice. Um, like, Your own fault. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but this, uh, the hobby celebrity thing is weird. Is weird. Man. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure you guys appreciate it at this point, but. Woo. Ooh, that yes. took a it's, minute to get used to. And you, people come to, are you one of the mayor? Like somebody found me on Tumblr the other day where, where I don't post about plastic horses at all. Someone connected dots and sent me a message and was like, you're one of the mayors. And I was like, 
yeah. I had, I had some I had some dude scream at me across the park last year like where'd you get that mare's black shirt and I was like oh my god but you know but I like I, I just I like kind of being out just with people who are you know into the things that I'm into and just vibing with that without you know I just I just like that like it's great I like horses. I like being with her, her, other horse-loving slobs. Yeah. It's fantastic. Recommend. What Heather, about what about you? Yeah, what about you, Heather? I, I think um, this is kind of a uh, two-part answer, and I'll keep it short, but I, I was an army brat when I was younger, and we moved all the time. And I came out of the womb loving horses, and I could not have one because we moved constantly. Um. And briars, I got my first briar when I was four, I think. Um, and it was such a lifeline to me. I threw all my passion into those horses. Um, and I didn't I didn't own my own horse until I was uh, in my mid-20s. I catch rode. We moved all the time, you know, and I couldn't, I couldn't afford it, really. Um, I took lessons and I was, you know, I was pretty good when I was younger. But my briars were always my mainstay. And... You know, I have my original horses upstairs and they have names and they have mm -hmm. personalities and and they were my Barbie dolls. Mm -hmm. So when Briarfest started happening, um, I was uh, when was it? Ninety one. Was it ninety one yeah. or ninety? Nin uh, ninety one. I was in the throes of getting out of college and starting my career and I could not make it happen. And the earliest I could make it was ninety five. Um. I that was, was my first Briarfest too, was 95. I was also kind of an outsider. Like, I was a horse girl when horse girls, horse girls still aren't respected, but they really weren't respected in the 80s. Um, and my first Briarfest was the realization that I had found my people, mm -hmm. right? It was, it was so much more meaningful to me than just here's a big commune of model horse people. I was comfortable. And I found people that were as weird as me and on the outside like me. And we could all talk about this weird geeky shit, like men talk about cars and video games and sports teams. But it was with our horses, right? Briar was, uh, uh, you know, Briarfest for me made me comfortable, but it was also the culmination of so many years that my, my models are not a substitute for real horses. They are their own thing. But... There are so many little girls and boys that will never have that kind of access or mm. um, or can't have that kind of access. I'm allergic to horses and I just pushed through it. But some people can't. Mm -hmm. mm. Some people don't have the monetary means, the physical means, the what have you. Um, and model horses are such a great way to onboard people, not only into the hobby, but to real horses. Right. Um, so I think. Briarfest for me, every year is just a celebration of finding the one thing in my life that gives me utmost joy, right? That's awesome. <laughs> That's super sweet. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I mean, I feel like there's, I mean, I, I grew up riding and having horses and, you know, my, I, we were, my sister and I were lucky enough to do that, but it was. I didn't know Briarfest existed until I started working for Briar. Right. And, but I, I had, I mean, I'd grown up with Briar. I mean, I, I knew 
I played with them. I had my my dad made barn you know, Barbie never had yeah. a blanket that existed. It was always cut up <laughs> into a horse blanket, you know, but it was I didn't know about this whole world and being able to just kind of like walk in. And I know not everybody has the same experience, but like sure. I find it to be one of the most accepting communities of people. Um, I mean, I, I walked in as I like fresh didn't know anything about Briarfest and here I am a decade and change later and some of my I, I I feel like I could call up any single person I've ever met in the hobby and have like an instant person like right on my side yeah mm-hmm. yeah which has just always been I mean Kat and I are like one person despite the fact that we work on very different things we have like a huge <laughs> mind meld and yeah we work together but we're also great friends now and yes um we've connected over this this crazy little plastic horse world well mm-hmm. and the other thing that we advocate on the podcast is that you know the hobby is good clean fun right mm-hmm. if if you're obsessed with model horses you, you can't afford to like you can't afford any much else you know? <laughs> You're going to be making tack and buying horses that you can't afford. One of the things that I've loved, and as I've been working on the workshops for so many years now, people can't wait to share their knowledge Mm -hmm. and to nourish the younger generation or even to nourish their own contemporaries who are interested in learning a new skill or deepening what they're already interested in. Like painting, repairs, sculpting, everyone who I work with is so excited to share their knowledge and to encourage other people and be everyone's cheerleader. Yeah. And that's really inspiring. And you don't find that in a lot of other hobbies. You find a lot of competition in a lot of other hobbies. And I think that there's something really special about the model horse world in that there's so much nourishment. It wasn't always that way. And I think Briar, you know, not to, not to, you know, kiss your butts or anything, but Briar <laughs> has had a lot to do with sharing and encouraging other people to get into the hobby that really yeah. didn't exist before we kind of had a shift in leadership. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, so Briar was very uh, closed off. There were some people that had some relationships, but now with the workshops and reaching out to hobby artists and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, for the last 15 years, it's been, people have been much more willing to yeah. share yeah. techniques and tips and teach classes um in the 70s and 80s not the nope. case yeah 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 i think there's been i mean so again a lot of that i think comes back to social media too i mean when i mm-hmm. um we prior didn't have a facebook page until i was already working with the company and that was in 2010 and wow then facebook yeah been around. yeah yeah, yeah it was been around, 2008 like, yeah yeah like hugely long before that but I mean, I think that's what's really, really cool about the online format is that, and, you know, we were talking sort of off to the side earlier about all the workshop series that the Collector Club now mm-hmm. has access to um, and our, our National Fun Day, which is virtual. Mm-hmm. We want to be doing more stuff throughout the year of virtual workshops for people that aren't necessarily Briarfest related, just prior in general. And yeah. share an interesting hobby stuff. Yeah. Really cool, really cool classes that people can do. Um and all of it is just this hobby works so well online because you all gather there anyway. You know, it's been yeah, such yeah. a wonderful, I, I mean, trust me, I am not a huge fan of social media, but <laughs> in like my personal life, but for business, I mean, it's for Briar, it's, 
it's one of the best things that ever happened. Because yeah, and if you think about it, because it's such a rare hobby, but it's very, yeah. uh, you know, the mail system was hugely. Oh, yeah. Right. So when social media came on, it was just like, you know. Yeah. No, you okay. all operate so well on in this platform already. And so to be able to kind of continue was just like a no brainer. Um, and then COVID mm-hmm. just sort of like forced our hand a little bit further. Yeah into this like hybrid situation but i mean that's why we leave briarfest up until usually the end of august yeah i mean we mm-hmm. leave it up for a long time um so that people can really get the full the full effect of briarfest and i mean the workshops are, they're not the most popular pages during the event because everyone's you know shopping and watching the live streams <laughs> yeah, and all that <laughs> And Ain't nobody got time for that. But then it's, I mean, there's weeks. I mean, there yeah, spikes like afterwards. all week. Everyone's like doing it and participating, yeah. and they're not just like blowing it off. It's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Like, you all want to actually do it. The great thing about the virtual stuff that we're doing now, it's like we're doing two entirely separate events that run concurrently, which is really a fun, unique challenge. <laughs> so if you're an in-person attendee at Briarfest and you are getting your autographs mm-hmm. and you are going shopping and you're getting your special runs and you're participating in the open show and you've missed the daytime demos you can go back to your hotel room at night and watch the recorded daytime demos and like catch up on everything and you can watch the seminars that you may have missed like you can re-watch all that stuff online i know we could (laughs) never do it at the clarion but i used to go to dragon con because it's like dragon con tv and they would have (laughs) dragon con tv and there would be a channel playing in your room 24 7 that just ran dragon con stuff all the time like stuff that was recorded so yeah. it would be i mean it would be great don't even like, give jamie this idea because she will figure <laughs> it out the online stuff to stream to a television channel in the clarion or something would be hilarious so you just turn on your tv and there's briar yep <laughs> like Her, i can i can hear the wheels turning from across town <laughs> Um, so, uh, before we take a break and close the show, uh, I have a couple of questions for you guys. Um, oh crap. (laughs) So can we plug, uh, there's a place everybody can go for questions and information, obviously aside from, uh, the main, uh, Briar website and the blog and stuff like that on Facebook, correct? There's an official Briar Fest group. Yeah. So we, most, all the information we release is either on the website somewhere in the events tab um, or on the blog, which is also on the events tab. So if you're looking for the blog, you will stumble across the rest of the information we have Mm -hmm. on the website. It's all there. We share all of that information on uh, Briar Horses social media on Facebook and probably also on Instagram. And we have a Briarfest specific Facebook page where all that information gets also cross-shared. So everything can interact there. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when, I, I mean, I personally respond on Facebook to many comments. Like, I am personally responding to Facebook comments. <laughs> so I try and make sure that everyone is as informed as possible, answer questions when I can answer them. Um, if a question goes unanswered, um, it's because I don't have the information yet and I don't want to give you incorrect information in case it changes. Um, so I, I try and answer everything in a timely manner. Uh, because I, we want everyone to be informed and up to date and feel comfortable with the experience they're going to have. 
Uh, one of the questions we get a lot is, is NPOD a real thing anymore? Is, is it worth lighting up, camping out? No. <laughs> Say it louder for the people in the back, Jamie. Say it louder. <laughs> This is one of my biggest memes. <laughs> we restock that store all weekends. Throughout the day, throughout the weekend, we are constantly bringing out new stuff. Yes, there are certain things that will sell out. Yes, we sold out of the grab bags early every day during Barrafest. But in terms of like little warehouse finds and the body boxes and all the little stuff in the bubble wrap, we've got loads of it and it gets put out all weekend. So there and is there is special stuff, but it's not all front loaded in the morning. No. No. We no. do not so no. So there's mm-hmm. what you're saying is correct, Heather. Yes. There is we put out like a pallet last year we had a pallet of grab bags. Those were gone when they're gone, they're gone. But, like, what people are looking for most of the time is, like, the warehouse finds, the stuff in the in the bubble wrap, the as-is models that we took out of the archive room and all the test pieces yes. that got, you know, bubble wraps and all that. We put that out all weekend long. Okay. So, there might be, you know, a slightly larger amount of it Friday morning because that's when the store opens. That is not going to discourage them. <laughs> constantly, it is, it is replenished throughout the weekend. So we're constantly putting more out. Uh, okay. There's there's reserves of it for every day. Mm-hmm. There's not it's not all out on Friday morning. We move it through the whole weekend. Okay. Yes. So you don't need to like don't line up on Thursday. Up. You don't need to show up <laughs> on Wednesday. Nothing we, nothing we ever say will discourage yeah. them, but maybe we can bring it down a no, little bit. There's I mean, no, they start lining up Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. No, it's absurd. Yeah, there's, there's crazy. No there's no reason. There's no reason to do it. You heard it here, folks, from Briar. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Get a please, hotel room. Please, necessary. please do okay. not. Don't sleep not the on Rolling the ground. Yeah, don't sleep on the ground yeah. at the. Kentucky it is. Park. Sorry, the Rolling Stones. I'm dating myself. It is not uh, BTS. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's silly. I mean, I I appreciate the enthusiasm, <laughs> but. but no, I mean, trust me, with the amount of stuff that we bring to that store, it can't possibly all be gone Friday morning. Trust me. There's, like, pallets. Pallets and pallets and pallets and pallets of stuff. All weekend There's so long. much stuff. All weekend. All weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they don't want to bring it back to New Jersey. No, no that's the oh. last thing we want. <laughs> there, that's the goal, to not bring anything not back, Not bring it right? back. All right, I think unless you guys have anything else to cover, uh, we're going to take a break and come back with our our social media roundup, Briar edition, and close the show. The Mayor's in Black podcast. All right, and we're back. Uh, Here we're going to round up the social media stuff, the Briar edition. We're starting off. With uh, KNC Art on Instagram. This is Kirsten Cermelli. And um, I missed these little ponies, but she did uh, 12 horses with the, of the Zodiac. Like 12 mini stable mates. They were so mates. amazing. They are they amazing. They are. I was so glad that Chris Walbrook bought the Taurus one because I was going to have to buy it. <laughs> I, got, I got cancer for me. Yeah. Um, she still has a bunch of them available. Does um, she? I so, didn't even yeah, look. Yeah, she does. You should check it out. 
But she painted all these, these, I love that kind of whimsical Rococo art design she's doing. And then she worked in the symbology of each Zodiac sign. It's fantastic. They're yeah, so great. They're, they're but fantastic. to tie it to Briar, it's all on Briar stable mates. Yes. <laughs> I'll have to go look at that. All right. And then next, uh, you're going to go next? I'll do Snowdrift Studio. Okay. Snowdrift Studio is Lynn Castles, who... Um, oh is uh does all her stuff in oils and she has been working on um uh animar um and she's been doing one of the things she does is she does old school masters type oil yeah. painting so she uses these old techniques to paint her horses so this horse um actually was base coated in blue and copper to give it its undertones really? and then Ooh. overdone with a thin layer of dark brown which is how the masters would have done it to get that. And you can see the glow in the paint from the copper and the blue giving, because if you look at a really nice uh, groomed out bay, they have purple and blue in their coats in the yeah. sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's uh, a little iridescent. So I wanted to highlight this because she's been giving classes and this is a really um, interesting way to approach base coating your horse um, and building up the layers to get a really uh amazing um uh coat color yeah yeah there is an in progress picture where you can see it's a little more it's a lot more blue tinge than what the the current picture yeah. is oh i just love that shade of bay too i know i we're, know we're bay bay I know. people i just I can't okay and then finally uh we have uh franson dare has got her valentine's valentine's excuse me uh, 2023. The the album for these guys is up, and some of these are just. Mm. I really They're like spectacular. I really yes, like the are. running Arab with that pastel kind of rainbow effect going on. Those went like, up for sale tonight, and yeah, I'm sure they're I'm all sure gone. they're gone. <laughs> I am sure, but she's beautiful. so talented. She is. They're beautiful, <laughs> and you should go look at them just because they're. Yeah, I mean, amazing. she's, and it's a variety of the wonderful things she does: the wild colors, the gradients, mm-hmm. the iridescence, the, um, the embedding of the kind of uh, resin lacquer with mm-hmm. things inside the horse's body. Um, uh, One the, of them had like pressed tiny flowers. Like, yep, it was, yeah. they're insane. Yeah, she's got a comic book horse. Uh, it's just, and she's so innovative with decorators like mm. i i love her stuff i got i was lucky enough to get her christmas horse with the candy cane mane oh, so, so mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so to all that one horses out of that uh sales congrats uh, fantastic congrats all right it is time to close the show time to close the show we want to thank kat and jamie for joining us from briar uh events and coming and telling us all about briar fest which is so important to all of us and the hobby and uh we also wanted to thank you guys for all the hard work that you do for us and and briar west and everything um we we have seen firsthand in some cases what you go through uh especially especially with florida because that was a wild ride so no one's ever gonna forget florida don't don't (laughs) think we don't know how hard, you know, how hard it is for you. And uh, we're so glad you hang in there because most people would be like, peace. Done. <laughs> uh, so w- this is a plug for sponsors and shout outs. Uh, we have uh, our annual run up to Briarfest 
sponsorships. Two are already gone, so we only have two more. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also have room for just plain ads, so let us know. Uh, Info at mayorsandblack.com for an ad sheet. And uh, just a reminder, we have Patreon, patreon.com slash mayorsandblack. Come join us. Come hang out in our Discord. Uh, Hang out with us on Twitch. When next time we hang out with us at Briarfest. Yeah, hang out with us at Briarfest. Or Briar West. Uh, you can subscribe to the Mares and Black podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, or any other fine podcast purveyor. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch, but not Twitter anymore. Because <laughs> Twitter's for losers. Twitter got the boot. Well, right. I think we had we get like two likes. I say we, I say we had one follower. Like, on it was no big loss, so really. <laughs> it's fine. It's I mean, fine. It, 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 this is the definition of performative activism. It doesn't matter anyway. I wasn't using that anyway. <laughs> I will not miss it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we're excited to see Cat out Briar West. Jamie, we will see okay. you uh, in July. soon at the at the fest Yay. in July. Woo-hoo. And uh, we thank everybody for joining us. Uh, if you have any questions for um, the the Briar events team, pass uh, send them to us at info at mayorsandblack dot com, and we'll make sure they get. Yeah. All right. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. The Mares in Black podcast, created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi. Written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment enforcer, Jackie Rossi.